Hey, hey, hey. Happy birthday. Yeah, just be saying happy birthday. I uh, kind of remember that uh, it's my father's birthday today, September 23rd. September 23 and um, yeah, um, maybe you didn't know. Um, I'm from a, like my mother and my father separated when I was um, in the fifth grade or sixth grade and after that, uh, yeah, let me just tell my story, you know, opening my vulnerability, sharing, oh my gosh, if you want to listen, so this is it, um, um, they broken up, father has been into, um, drug abuse, and kind of, like, he was a nice guy, he's a very, always, high energy kind of guy, he's the youngest, and kind of a little bit needy, I was observing, he was a really quiet kid, I'm just, serving and he's a really needy guy he needs he needs compliments always likes to have a nice dress nice clothes and even he was even as a kid he would always put on nice clothes on me i didn't like it always just like the the sleeveless shirts and he would be angry because i looked dirty and he'd be like no you have to dress up look good look nice look smell good as always his um he was um yeah like he was uh, shrewd. He was a fireman. He was senseless, not stupid, but just senseless. I mean, and he's he knows the how do the world works. You know, um, he was in the business of selling guns. That was our family back in the now. My father's side was in the business of the gun making. My uncle was into the gun business. He's one of those shareholders, another uncle is also like that, and my father was more of, didn't really understand the game, but he was just selling one stuff after another, so that was my story, and then he had a drug abuse, but he's, my uncles and my aunties from my father's side are very nice and supportive and always took care of us, always been thoughtful about our family, that, you know, you know, always helping us and even my mother's side also my aunties and my uncles have been really thoughtful and always helping and they always um support us being kind to us so you know even if it was my mother was very heroic still kept pushing you know after the breakup around 2003 my mother was beaten up but you know i understand it was the drugs that was beating my mother and my father didn't have the right judgment because he was addicted his need for love he took it from drugs and it's a cycle of addiction so they separated but i still continued my relationship with my father which is probably where i got my sense view my mother is a very quiet woman my father is a very aggressive noisy he's not really that funny but sometimes he looks funny with the way he acts you know i mean because just because of his so talkative says weird stuff uncomfortable stuff my mother is very doesn't talk about politics very careful of what she says always praying the rosary every day going to mass every day that's my mother father is very opposite doesn't want to go to mass i don't know how they got each other i don't know why they like each other i don't know but i think i know is that my father is just really good at you know Words. My father is good with words. My father will always tell you honest compliments. Why well, you look good with a dress, the pink, 
with the flowers on it. You, you fit into that. Like, and also, if he doesn't, if he doesn't like it, he's like, yeah, you look bad. You look awful. It doesn't, it doesn't look good on you. He's also honest with it. He's not hypocritical. So, I think that's what developed my self awareness because my father is really hypocritical, and so I kind of have to balance it. Um, I kind of have to balance it. You know, really thinking about positive stuff because I grew up with really hyper criticism from my father. But my father is also a funny guy. One time we were taking this, they, we call it NCAE exam. It's an assessment exam. I don't know, I forgot. National career assessment. And um, it was very quiet. It was very quiet. And my father just pops out and uh, do. In the, the, the front door of her classroom, like, hey, is Angelo there? I got to give something, to give money to him, blah, blah. And like, yeah, yeah, and it's so quiet. My father breaks the silence. Everybody got distracted. The teacher, like, yeah. And then after he gave me the money and was just scratching my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're taking exams, supposed to be quiet. And suddenly, you know, before leaving, he peeked at the window. He's like, Angelo, go, you can do it, go, go, and then everybody just laughed, but I was fine with it, I can take anything, I'm not really, not really ashamed of anything, I was difficult growing up with a kind of father, just, just to be honest, he's very irris irris irresponsible, didn't, you know, me, my sister, and my younger sister finished college, three of us, I still have two siblings who are in college right now, and my mother is taking care of the five of us. Also, my grandfather, uh, um, my grandfather and my grandmother, there we stayed there. We grew up there, so I learned a lot of masculinity from my grandfather, which is not aggressive. It's very quiet, calm. Never, I rarely see him get angry. Maybe once or twice, but he's very also. He's a he's he's lat middle name is Durano, so he my grandfather. I don't know. Even if he's a Durano, he was still from a poor, poor, poor. He was still from a poor family. He became um, he he became a working student. Finished college. Started working as a purchasing guy, purchasing manager. Worked his way up until you know. Even if he was so poor, he said one. He said like he was a working student. He manipulated his um units because. There's a limitation if you're a working student. There's a limit of units. Therefore, probably graduate five or six years depending on your course if you're a working student. So what he did was he wanted to graduate early, three or four years. That was his goal because he wanted to work because he had no money, always get hungry. you know. And so he every time he enrolls, he pretends he's eight units. And every time... The registrar is gone because he is a working student. He has access to the registrar. He would go inside late at night. He would he would change the units and then put the approval on it. And he would be studying full units in a semester and still working. I don't know how he figured it out, but he managed to graduate. He didn't attend the graduation ceremony, as he told me. He was alive. God bless his soul. Remember him. We honor him. When he was alive, he told me that he didn't uh, join the graduation ceremonies because he didn't care. didn't care about the show, showmanship, that you finished college. All he wanted to do was, I want to work. I want to establish my life. I want to work, earn money, help other people. He was an amazing guy. He worked his 
you know, um, he worked so hard and just was able to buy a land, was able to buy a house, was able to buy a truck, was able to buy cars, cars, yeah, he had simple cars, but a lot of cars before, just, just he, my favorite was the Beetle, you know, when I was a kid, my neighbors and my friends and my peers would always tease me with a plus bao, as here in the Philippines, we had a plus bao, where every time, the bao is, means a turtle, so they call it a turtle, and they hit your head, plus bao, every time they see our car in our house, bark, because it was really just funny. How it looked like, how the Volkswagen Beetle looked was just funny for our people. But I liked it and I wasn't ashamed of it. That's what we rode from Danao City to Cebu City. We always go here. I mean, weekends we visit here, just go to the mall. Because there was no mall back then when I was a kid. And I always enjoy going into the mall and getting lost. And they would look for me and I'm found. And then I'm found, we go home and... My grandfather was always not always um, calm, but my grandmother was hysterical. <clears throat> she always just rant. She's very ranty. She had to hit her quota of 2,000 words a day, 10,000, 20,000, I don't know. She has to hit her quota before ending her day. Sleeps early. My grandmother sleeps at 7 p.m., wakes up 3 a.m., 4 a.m., starts cooking my favorite champorado. Is a ch chocolate rice thing, and she prays every every morning. Goes to mass after her prayer around 5 a.m. and she goes to mass by 5:30. That's her daily stuff. Goes to mass every day. My grandfather goes to mass every day. My grandmother is still alive right now, bedridden, can't go to mass anymore. But when she was healthy, they were amazing. They were the people who substituted the absence of my father because it was a tough life. Father and my mother were always fighting, so they took care of us. So the five of us well, grew up, and my grandfather and my grandmother, also my mother was taking care of us. So I was fine, it was great. God is amazing. And um, yeah, with my father though, yeah, he was always in trouble. I had a lot of stories about my father, but yeah, but please pray for him. He's now in jail. He was in jail like two years ago for illegal, illegal. Illegal. <laughs> Illegal possession of firearms. And um, he got out because my auntie, my his sister helped him. And, and like a year after, he got into the jail again for drugs. Now he's in drugs. Fortunately, God bless his, God bless my father. He wasn't part of the, the, the killing spree of the the, the, the the Duterte administration. Yeah, we're praying if God protect him. We don't. I didn't really like my father, but I pray for my father. You know, I still pray for him. I haven't really helped or contributed to whatever. Just remember him. It's his birthday today, and I pray for him. May God enlighten him. You know, have mercy on him. May he be saved at the end of his life. You know, I don't know. He's not really taking a lot of responsibility. And I am glad that he's in prison. You know, to be purified. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be. Be you know. I don't wanna be in touch with the process because we've tried helping him before. We welcomed him after his imprisonment for the. He was in prison for illegal illegal possession of firearms where he got some guns in his and illegally, you know, 
we after he got out he was in there for a year and, and uh, like a, high, a half and after that we welcomed him home and my grandfather's house my grandmother's house welcomed him and you know and then he was verbally abusive so we had to kick him out because he's using drugs we cannot welcome people who's using drugs because they're just there's like demons in them they're like demon possessed human beings where they don't make their own decisions they're using drugs so they have delusional they're delusional they have different imaginations they, he always thinks my mother is having an affair in the office so he would go there always just oh verbally abusive guy i don't know awful it's so awful he was ashamed and he was ashamed or family and i don't know i don't really like the guy but uh, have mercy god have mercy on him so we just kicked him off but he didn't stop there he kept coming but thankfully god god had mercy on us and he was i think it was for the better and he gets into the jail be disciplined be controlled get off from drugs i don't know what's gonna happen in him there hope you know he's fine there hope it's all for his good that he gets purified in the jail and you know, still fi find a Christian group there and you know start reading the Bible because back in the Nadal jail where he was in the, for the illegal possession of firearms was studying the Bible already reading and there's a lot of board Protestants there going to the, to, to, to doing the prison ministry so he started he said start reading attending and you know praying and i think it helped a little but his mind he obviously i don't know he's addicted already to drugs so he got when he went out he got back to drugs now he's in jail again so he's in mandawa city right now in the philippines but no, i don't know how his process i'm not ready to visit him sooner hopefully god of mercy yeah so that was it. I just recorded this in honor of him because it's his birthday. I know he wasn't really a father to me, but biologically, by blood, he is my father and my heart still loves him. Even if I am angry at him, I have, you know, I still want the, the best for him, what's good for him. Especially, his life is very short, so there's afterlife and I want him to be damned. You know, I don't want him suffer for the rest of his life so please if you're if you're praying if you believe in afterlife if you believe in heaven and hell so please pray for my father his real name is james my own name also is angelo james his name is james that's just his name his first name is james just james james yeah, and um yeah thanks for listening you know i don't know if you still want some kind of reflection whatever but um that's it um that even if we are angry we have to look for what we cannot see we have to really be on perspective this life is very short this life is not all that is you know it's this is not all that it is you know this is not yet the re this is the reality bit there's a much greater reality after we die after the coming of a creator after the, the, our god will come back here 
does his plan. He doesn't wanna. He doesn't wanna take our freedom away from us. He wants us to choose him. So the perspective is that there's a lot more bigger than this, better than this. This life is not all there is. This is just temporary. This is just a tour. This is just a vacation. This is like a hotel stay where it's going to come to an end. There's going to be our home where we'll live forever. There's happiness. There's joy. There's that reunion. Yeah, we will have access to the truth. We will have access to joy. We will have access to to seeing our 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 you know the glo the glory of our Creator. I don't know what it is. I I have no idea what it is, but it's good to always put your eyes on it. That's the goal. Look at it, but always still be humble and. It's so difficult because I haven't really, sometimes I get arrogant, get carried away with emotions, you know, so daily, you know, that's, I think that's the very purpose of this podcast, just keep on sharing, keep on uploading, keep on unloading what's in my head, probably a lot of people are going to be surprised with what I'm sh- sharing because I don't really want to, I think this is going to be my evangelization effort because I don't want to want to be preachy around people i think if i'm with people i just want to talk ask questions that's all i want to do i just want to be interested with people sometimes i i god may god bless me with good memories sometimes i don't remember everything i ask but i just want to be interested with our people build relationships with our people but not in a people pleasing manner if i'm gonna kind of offend our people then, then because the truth is painful truth is hurtful Truth is like a double-edged sword. It's gonna, it's gonna pierce your heart. Then, I think it, you know, if a friendship ends, then it ends because people have choice. But I don't want to be a people pleaser. I want to build relationships, but also, but with prudence. I also want to protect myself from other predators. If I notice people are just, because we have to protect our mental health also, so we could be better. I also struggle with anxiety and there are people are causing it to me. I may want to hang out with some people, but some people I want to avoid when they're too much. Like, they say words are too much for me. Well, I, I try my best to be unoffendable. It's difficult to offend me, but there are just some rare, unique people. There's a predatorish, like monster. No, I don't wait. Who kind of... you? People with drugs like that, I want to say. Because people with drugs... They're delusional. They're not. Their conscience are turned off, and they don't know what they're doing. So those kind of people, I don't wanna. I don't wanna associate with those people. Those people should be tra- taken care of much more stronger. The people of me, the discipline, because I don't like to discipline people. I wanna just wanna be, you know, calm and talk to people, you know, listen to their stories. It's all I have. So with the podcasting, I think this is my evangelization effort. Where I, I don't want to talk about the Bible stuff. Just, just it's for secular people probably. So they could also get in touch. This is not for Catholics. But if you're already deep in your Catholicism. You get Mad Fred Show. You get Catching Foxes. Catholic Podcast. Or maybe listen to Father Mike Schmidt. Or listen to Word and Fire by Bishop Barron. There's a lot of amazing Catholic podcasts. So you can improve. You know. 
with me I designed this for people like me who are searching and developing and growing you know being honest at the moment I know I'm not amazing yet and I'm not perfect in the moment but this is who I am right now this is the truth this is my thought process and I'm gonna be honest with it but if this is not for you then it's okay there's a lot of a lot of smart people out there and there's a lot of like Dr. Taylor Marshall is also online a lot of figures right now who's who's into online but for me I'm figuring it out at podcast I like podcasting I get some some friends of one friend of mine who don't go to church listen to one of my podcasts and said wow you just enlightened me there I was already like just going to work home work home relationship drinking girlfriend friends home I don't really care about God or the purpose or afterlife and you know he complimented me that it opened his mind that there's meaning there's purpose about life there's you take responsibility you pray to God and there's afterlife and and so I just want to keep doing it I don't know how many people will be in touch with this I don't know I just want to trust the process trust God and may God bless this podcast and you that are listening may God bless you and um, I hope you know that you open your hearts to him and you be enlightened because I can't really talk about I don't want to be preachy when I'm with people I just want to enjoy laugh they make a joke although sometimes the jokes I don't mean it but this is me this is how I think regularly on a daily basis and so you get access into my head right now in this simple podcast of mine. And if you want to sponsor me, you can send money so I can buy microphone, build a studio, and find some sponsors. Thanks to Food Panda for feeding me for all those discounts. I know it's about to come to an end. Discounts about to come to an end. So I'm going to go back to bread and egg and coffee. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to always, you know, I'd like to be like those big podcasts where they have to thank their sponsors at the end of the podcasts. I'd like to thank uh, Mushi for my healthy smoothies that I drink every day with with the green smoothies, all those vitamins, the celery, the spinach, (laughs) where I'm getting my daily energy. You know, anyway, hi everybody, my father, you know, I pray for him today. And I also, please pray for me, please pray for him, and, and, you know, may God bless you. God bless you with a lot of money, so you can sponsor me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I'm a, I have a lot of money that is not yet here with me, it's still coming here, so I can see the loads of money that God's going to send me, because I'm a good podcaster. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, I'm just kidding. Well, see you soon. I mean, talk to you soon. You know, I know it's one-sided now, but if you get a chance, you wanna you wanna invite me, talk to you, or wanna talk. It's I always enjoy talking to people, but of course, with the idea of not preaching to me, I'm not gonna preach to you. Don't preach to me. Don't tell me what to do. I don't enjoy a kind of conversation. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about what you know, what I know, and have discussion. But don't force me. Don't. Priscilitize people, you know, I don't really, I don't like a kind of evangelization style where you priscilitize, but, well, we grow, keep growing, keep growing communication, want to get better, want to be better, so, love Lutz, love you, bye.
Yay!